What's three. your favorite oh shit moment when you saw somebody bend something different? Season top discovering metal bending. Top, top discovering metal bending. Season three, when you meet the 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 four like uh, bads in that series. Um, no, my four, my four, thing four, was when um, Bolin Zaire when Zaire when Zaire flies. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. That was my oh shit moment. I, I, again, I, it, I would still like one of I. It's not a type of bending, so per se, like it's not like anyone can't do it. But for me, one of the best oh shit moments was when Zuko redirected lightning, and like mm. he was just like that was coming. But you, like, you, you knew yeah, you, you knew, knew it was, was coming, coming, coming. but it was so well done because you mm. figured like the way they that Iroh was like, if you fuck this up, you can die. Like yeah. 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 No hesitation. There was no, like, you know, he emphasized, you mess this up and you can die. You have yeah. to let it go through you. And yeah. Zuko was like, I, he was like, I bet. But doesn't Aang does it too, right? Aang does it to Ozai. I think Aang eventually does it to Ozai. But it's one of those things that, like, seeing, seeing it from someone like Iroh, who took a little bit of every type of element and every type of bending and was like, all right, I'm going to take these teachings and incorporate them into the thing that I'm trying to do. Because yeah, I think he said he learned it from studying, studying the water tribe. Right. I honestly, with the magma bending, I honestly thought it was a very cute moment because the entire time I wanted Bolin to win so bad and he kept not winning at things, you know, and he was not. Bolin is best boy material. Right. You can, fight, you can it, fight me on that one too. And it was just like my whole heart. Bo Bolin, Bolin is Korosaka. Yeah, right. So, so finally when I, when we see him in this moment of winning and he was able to save the day by magma bending, I was like, my whole heart went out to him because like this whole time I've been like, come on, Bolin, you got to get something, you know, win something. Like, and, and he finally did. It was just like a touching moment for me. Mine was the swamp benders. Oh, that was, yo, that was, that that was, was an interesting That's my ocean because there was nothing leading up to it. There's no, there's no foreshadowing. It's like these guys are like water bending plants. Right. They do yeah. swamp thing. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do, does I, anybody remember when, whether that came before or after blood bending? After that came well, after. That came after. That came after. Swamp, swamp bending. Was it the swamp swamping that was before. Was Oh no! Yeah, it was before. Because Sorry. they meet the bloodbender in the Fire Nation. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yes. To me. You know why that's so fascinating to me? Because that is the foreshadowing of bloodbending. Because you're mm -hmm. bending the water in plants. Yeah, you can living bend things. The water yeah. Out of plants, and then you can bend the water in you. So it was a foreshadowing. But that was to me, it was even interesting. Like culturally, they look like some people you'd see in like South America. I got to talk like hillbillies. Yeah. It was amazing. You know, it was like, this makes sense. Like, I guess these guys in Florida. <laughs> I got a character for you. I got a character whose bending impressed me really well. Um, okay. Was Ming Hui's from season three. So this is a chick with no arms. Oh, oh the waterbender yeah. with the tentacles. Yes. Yes. Because it's like, we see Joe, Joe, Joe is just looking at us like, no, no, no. There, there's, uh, there's a lot of references I get. Uh, I looked up on the show again. I just got to watch it. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. But no, there's a lot. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm following along with a lot of, like, I get what's going on. Yeah. But so it just, it just like, makes you want to watch it more. got no arms, bro, and she's still doing this shit. Yeah, like, wow. but yeah it was like, yeah, because like up to, to this point, we've seen everybody, they do motions and everything with their mm -hmm. arms, type of dancing to do bending of any type. Mm -hmm. She wasn't the only other person that didn't do bending was his aunt, was the combustion man. And then yeah. we kind of get combustion woman in this season. Right. 
but it was her at this point like she's an amputee she's not she's bending just with like pure like what motion or something like that mm-hmm. and the and the, the i feel like that's just a callback to to Toph because Toph yeah. essentially is a character where everyone's like you saw it in her, her in her arc when you first meet her everyone looks down on her she's she's blind she's yeah. frail she's a center and she's like nah i'm a bad bitch like what's up <laughs> That's having what disabilities is. in general as a representation that was needed and is mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful and you can see it even in the next series that they created the same people who created avatar they created the dragon prince and they you can see it there too the representation Ooh, baby let's go so fascinating and also can we bring it back to combustion man because there's a lot of viewers that have no idea who combustion man is because they call him sparky sparky boom man so let's <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. back to that. Because the guy, the guy with the third eye. Yep. In Dra- in Dragon Prince, the general, <laughs> the general is deaf, and she speaks with her hands. She she uses sign language to speak, mm-hmm. and she has an interpreter. But she's the, the fucking boss of the army. Army, like bro, y'all gotta watch Dragon Prince. It's on Netflix. The other thing I want to touch up on too, which I loved about both Avatar series, was the representation that women were not a damsel. A damsel in distress, especially with um, and this is the biggest example I have to give of with Suki, who was in prison, and they're trying to figure out how to get the warning. And then the guy's like, "Wait, your girlfriend up there?" She's like, "She was like, gang, 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 gang." She's down. She's like, "Yo, you my prisoner now. We're getting out of here." Again, each and every female character was a strong representation. None Suki, of them were Suki, damsel in Kylie, Azula, like. Yep. They was like Everybody. they was ready. They was ready to throw hands. Top. They were ready to throw hands and run fades like it was nobody's mm-hmm. yep. business. Yep. Yep. Even in Korra, you got you've got Lynn. Lynn, who's like awesome. Azula's, I love every, Azula's I love from Brooklyn, by the way. Um, <laughs> Azula's dead ass from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. Like, I, prove me wrong. I want. I, I want. I want our listeners in the comments right now while you're listening. Prove me wrong. Kylie's from Kyoshi. Kyoshi. Yoshi is from Yoshi's the Bronx. from the Bronx. Azula's, Azula's from, Brooklyn. from Brooklyn. And Tylee's from Westchester. Oh, Tylee's definitely from Westchester. <laughs> but, but don't get it twisted. She's from Yonkers. She's from Yonkers. She's from Yonkers. She lives she, in Westchester. She, she lives in Westchester, so she has a nice house, but she's from Yonkers. Yonkers. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> she spent she spent time with her friends right on the cusp of the Bronx. Don't, the Bronx. don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. That's how and where's, she and where's, how she where's my from? Long Island? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my's, my's definitely Long Island. She's from Long Island. She's so emo. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely from Long Island. That's For it. sure. For yeah. sure. No doubt. But no, I, again, there was really great representation, even like when you got into Toph's family. Mm-hmm. Her, um, her two daughters were both powerful women. Um, even her um, granddaughter, who became an airbender, she was uh, opal. 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 She became uh, pretty much yeah. tough in her, in her own right. There was like no weak. And you can't you can't sleep on Colvera, man. No, like, well, I respect her as a villain I, and a I person like, so much. I like Colvera so much. I think yeah. you know. I think what she stood for and everything was was great. I just it was hard to one up like with Zaire and his whole plan because it was so grand scheme. But yeah. like. Like I would say, like I didn't, I didn't think she should have been the series finale big bad. She should have. I think she would have been like in the middle. You know what? You know, you needed, but you needed the trauma from Zaire to get Cora to where she was. I think it was just hard to dislike Kovira, and I think that's why you're saying that because I feel like there's a lot of relatable qualities and even in her principles, like to understand her. 
yeah. the way that she went about it. I mean, of course, she's a villain. She's a villain, true and true. She did the wrong thing. But her principles and the way she stood for them and the way she, you know, led, it was just like so hard not to appreciate her moments. You know? Is she, is yeah. she in some ways like a killmonger? I almost feel like. Almost, yeah. Almost, yeah. Yes. That's what I said. Kavira was right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, she was right for what she, to do what she did for the Earth Kingdom to unite it because it was so ravaged after Zaire. So, like, technically what I'm saying makes sense. doesn't make sense because you needed Zaire to do what he did in the Earth Kingdom for Kovira to become Kovira. Otherwise, mm-hmm. she just would have been a general in um, the, the Steel Kingdom. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it made sense what she was doing, but then it just gets to a point where like, you don't know what the rest of your people are doing. You don't know if the other states are really being treated equally like they should, when in reality, they're sending people who are traitors and all that to re-education camps and stuff. You know, like there's that whole, that whole, that's where the villainy comes from. But the whole point of uniting under a strong fist, because this whole monarchy has been just a joke since we remember with the Earth Kingdom from both the first series and this one, and probably in the past. I'm sure the Earth Kings just sucked. Uh, <laughs> one of the best leaders that the Earth Kingdom had was Boomy. Like, don't get it yeah. twisted. Boomy was yeah. that dude. Well, Boomy was... He, he was Boomy a crazy old man. But Boomy wasn't an Earth King, though. He was, he was, he was like he was a governor of, his, of his city. Right. Yeah. But, but he's the best leader yeah. representation. He he's like best lead, right. He's the best leader representation yeah, of yeah, the yeah, Earth yeah. Kingdom yeah. that we've seen. He became the king, right? Didn't he? No. No. He was a member of the White Lotus. Yeah. Oh, the Lotus, the, yeah, and that city that he was just like their governor or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was a more local government. Yeah. How do we feel about Tenzin's family? I fucking love Tenzin's family. Oh, yeah. Tenzin's family Tenzin. is awesome and they're adorable. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like the uh, what's the little boy's name? Milo. Mi- I fucking love Milo. Milo. Milo? <laughs> I'm I <laughs> love him so much, it. and I and I fear for the day I have children because that's gonna be my fucking son. No, that's no my I said that, Lawrence. I swear to God, I saw Milo and I was like, that's Lawrence's kid. Yo, it's so it's so bad. Like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, I can't even, I can't be mad at it. I know what's happening. Farting all over the place, boogers in his nose. Oh yeah, for oh. sure. Like he's gonna he's gonna be like, look, whoop, whoop. heart bending. <laughs> that is that is straight up my godson. That is my godson. <laughs> like, I hope yeah. he's watching this. Because that's what he I, is. I felt so angry for Tenzin when he was getting beat up in the um, uh, when he when he was fighting that year. Yes, I was like that fight oh, was dope though. It was dope it was to see so Tenzin dope. throw hands. Yes, <laughs> and I get and every time I'm like get him, get him, and then every time he get beat down, I'm just like oh no, come on Tenzin, because like, he's so, so he's such a like he takes off from his father. He wants yeah. to be you know, a peaceful, like, representation of his people, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and fighting is a last resort for him. It's not that he's not, he's not capable, because we saw him throw hands. Yeah. But it's not his first instinct. And, right. But you yeah. want to note that there was a similarity there between Tenzin and Aang, his father. Because if you really think about it, Aang had Because Aang this- spent all his time with that kid, that's why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, go, no, no, what's a little? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just no, because if you look at Aang through his time in the whole series, um, Aang like had this expectation of the air nomads, which even carried over, as you can see, into his adulthood and carried mm-hmm. over into his son. So, there, that's where I saw the similarities in the characters right there. Yeah, um, no, 100%. I feel like Boomy and Kaya probably had a little bit more influence from Sokka than Tenzin because they're um, more like Boomy jokey. Def- 
Boomerang yeah. had a lot of influence from Sokka. Let's be yeah. honest. He he yeah. hung around his uncle all the time. All the time, I bet. Yeah. That's exactly. definitely uncle energy that they carry, both yeah. of them. That's the fun uncle. That's the Lawrence over there. <laughs> Bingo. Yo, let's talk about the baby alphas they found. I was, yo, and again, yeah. the oh. anger arose, bro. The anger arose when, when they stole Appa in the Earth Kingdom arc and the, uh, the anger that arose. When they put these little babies in cages, I was ready to fight somebody, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so, the, the worst part for me was, was, or the most heartbreaking part about it, was seeing Aang get mad at Toph and being too blind and rage to understand what she did to at least keep them alive. So she yeah. held up a whole fucking building on yes. sand. Like not even a yes, building. Like let's did. not let's not flex like it's it was a, a building. Uh, uh, it was like the library. It was the library of Alexandria that got destroyed. That's right. exactly what that was. <laughs> you think it's, but you, you know what I mean? Pissed. Like, come on, man. But you got so pissed. He killed them. Where they went anyway? So what the fuck? <laughs> but you gotta understand. Like you, you can understand Aang's anger because that was the last. Oh, thing for sure. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not. You know, it was the last. That was the last right. thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disregarding that at all. I'm not. It was warranted, but it was. It, you needed, it was, you, it was, it was unexpected. Yeah, it was inspiring. It was unexpected, surprising. Yeah. You didn't expect because that because of who it was. But that speaks to character development, right? Yeah, it shows you have people yeah. just like that in real life. Like I'm a peaceful person. If you piss me off, it's ugly because you've never seen it. Right. Mm-hmm. But you see, Ang was more in control of his his spirituality, you know, because. Tenzin didn't have that because you saw those that anger and that vein pop out on Tenzin's head. Oh yeah, Ten, Tenzin, Tenzin was all for it. That's because Tenzin's uh, raising I all three of his kids. Tenzin. <laughs> he tries so hard, Tenzin. I just I have such a hard. Hey, can we shout out that Tenzin was voiced by J.K. Simmons? Like, yes. come on, I man. To get to that. Yes. Like, yes. not just him. Yes. The entire so, voice, voice cast, cast was amazing. I was, I'm literally, I pulled up the IMDb page. <laughs> me, me, just, too. me too. Me <laughs> too. Five, Alex. Five, my man. No, yo. I just want to say, Kavira, the one you mentioned before, that is Robin Williams' daughter. Yes. Yeah. Zelda Williams, oh, yeah. I love, I love who voiced Zaire. Zaire mm. was voiced by Henry Rollins. Yo. Yes. No, no. You know, my favorite voice is, uh, oh my God. Damn it. Now I missed his name. Shit. Well, while you're thinking of Mako. Fucking Bud Bundy, yo! Facts, <laughs> yes, <laughs> facts. All the, yo, and you're just like what? Um, matter of fact, I'm like, I hear. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And, I, and I'm, I'm like sitting there pausing at the end, like, holy shit. Who? <laughs> Asami. Asami's huh? voice is so smooth. Like I can hear her voice every day. All day. Um, Sechel Gabriel. Who? That's how you say it. Sechel. Fucking Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza in there. <laughs> Oh Aubrey yeah, Plaza, she, she has and, a podcast. You, I'll listen to it all day, man. Yeah. If it's Aubrey, I'll. I'll oh yeah, voice. And um, Varric, that's it. I love Varric. Oh Varric. <laughs> by John, yes. by John Michael Higgins. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and you got uh, what's your name from House Lisa Edelson um, as as Kia. Mm-hmm. Kaya. Oh Kaya. Yeah, no, the voice cast is stacked. But let's talk about some of the callbacks. Like for example. The one, oh, yes, the cabbage guy. Yeah, yeah cabbage guy was cabbage, like cabbage, cabbage, cabbage industry. Yeah, cabbage industry. Yes. Oh, when when the, guy in the uh, library. When when what's his name? Oh, that owl was a f- shiesty son of a bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love him. I really feel because I, I liked him in the first season. Like I respected him. He didn't want humans dealing with this shit. Yeah. And then in the fu- and then in, and then in uh, Korra, 
He's he's on the side of um Dark Avatar dude. I just I I'm off with names today. Yeah, uh, he's on his side. He, he hates humans. I mean, all the shit that they've done. I'm like, yo, what is this? But you, I like I like the callback though because might have been Tom Lock. In um, was it in the first one? It was it was Zhao who was the one who pissed off the owl dude, and then he's st- now you find Zhao trapped in the in the spirit world. In yeah, four. yep. Like and they got Jason. Wait, Isaac, no, 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 Zhao, no, Zhao didn't piss off the 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 owl. Yeah, he pissed, so he pissed off the koi off fish. Koi fish and then the koi fish. But no, it wasn't just the koi fish. But I think because I think the human that the owl. Oh, yeah, because the owl was yeah because Zhao was in the in his library. Oh yes, yeah. okay. That information to mm-hmm. find the koi fish. Now when the koi fish right. got uh, Zhao, you see him in that um kind of like spot. the mist. Tenzin's daughter. The first thing she says when she sees Korra, I mean when she sees when she meets Katara, what happened to Zuko's mom? And we're all like, like, ah, nobody knows, but people know who have read. You know? I would love them to make that into a movie, like an animated movie, to bring that back amazing cast because they're talking type. about putting that in the Netflix one, right? They're gonna. I mean, Netflix has oh, also whole... the reason why they dropped that whole series. I was gonna say they dropped the series because they want people familiar with the source material, because they're going to release whenever you know COVID and all this other stuff you know the live flushes action. out. They're gonna release the live action. Actually, yeah. I, which I'm you know, so I, I, excited for. You want to know what I appreciate when someone said that they saw the movie first and then, then they see the show because they were like, "Oh, I didn't know." I like they were like, "Um, well, I don't know. The movie wasn't that bad." Then they go, "Oh, but then I saw the show, and they're like, that movie was bad." Yeah. I, I thought the I, I thought the movie was kind of was kind of meh, but like I was like, okay, I can appreciate certain things of the movie. See, but then when I heard everyone's like, "No, no, it doesn't. It ain't shit." I realized now, yeah. The movie yeah. is garbage compared garbage. to this. So, and the, did you see the side by side where they're showing how yes. Katara is how, beating up? This how how man. how they how they bend the 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 oh. actor representation? The representation. I've seen pictures. It's like no, it seems like the really actor, sad. The actor representation. Yeah. The CGI it's is sad. bad. The uh, cast is just casting's bad. The Even areas the that they're in, it. like you have Earthbenders. Locked around as prisoners around all this earth, surrounded by dirt, and I'm like, <laughs> you got firebenders looking at like, barrels of fire dirt. to go pick up fire. You don't need fire. That's what they did. Yeah. Yo, they yeah. had firebenders needed an external source of fire. I was like, yo, grab the fire from the fire thing. I'm like, you don't need fire to firebend. That shit is in you. Yeah, we had the call back to Cabbage Guy. We had call back to Uncle Iroh. We got to see Zuko, um, that he pretty much, he wasn't Fire Lord anymore at this time. It's his daughter. Then we got the callback for, um, we got to see Toph. I mean, what are the Toph in the swamps. Oh, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> but there at were, the, there were at, the, other... at the great, was it the quest of the world tree? Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's, yeah, like, that's so like dope, That's just that, the callback to that episode from that Avatar. Right. That's, like, such a call. And for her to just be like, yeah, I, from here, I can detect everything. On this planet, I was like, "Oh, we op op." <laughs> no, so one of my favorite—I was say one of my favorite it. callbacks in Korra, and it was early in the beginning. Was when um, they're doing an infiltration in the first season, and they have Lin with them, and then Lin's armor like shoves up into her foot, so her foot's barefoot, and she yes. does the stomp, and then that. she and she she can see how Toph That's sees, it. and I was like, "Oh, that was awesome." Like that, I thought that was a very cool callback. Cause and I would love to see what kind of training it took to be able to do that. Even though you're a Toph's daughter, I would yeah. love to see what she had to go through as someone who is not blind. She blindfolded sand in her eye. the cage. 
She threw him in a cage, <laughs> blindfolded him. Y'all pulled that. She was standing huh? around. She blindfolded her, put in a cage. No. To be fair, like she, she, I can see her doing that. Toph would have, Toph would have put them through, through some shit just because she's I'm like, sure. "Oh, you gonna be my kid?" Yeah. Oh, no. Look what she put. I don't, I don't listen. I don't know that they made. They really made it seem like Toph was a very hands-off type of mom because yeah, of look, her hands-on type of parenting. Hmm. You know, and that was a big conflict that the that the two sisters had. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was just funny to see some of those callbacks, though, because I, I just really laughed when they showed the, the Cabbage Corporation. You just see the guy holding. I, I was waiting. Cabbage. I was waiting for Cabbage for something Cabbage related, and when I saw that, <laughs> I, I jumped off the couch. I was like, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know if this is actually a callback, but I did find it interesting how the Earth Queen is allergic to animals, given yeah. her dad, I guess. The only the, bear. The think about it too. Yeah, the just bear. Just straight bear. up bear. Yeah. yeah. That was like a not some hybrid. weird fucking hybrid. <laughs> just it's just bear. Just bear. 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 Also, no, no. Avatar was out there with the hybrids. All right. Yeah. Favorite favorite <laughs> favorite animal in the series. The polar bear. In, 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 bo- in both series. The polar bear dog was my favorite in oh, polar. Uh, and obviously I uh, well, Momo. I love Momo. Momo was awesome. I Momo could, I was adorable. Duck turtles? Duck turtles are cute. Duck turtles are cute. I like duck turtles are super cute. I like the lion turtles, but I like the platypus bear. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's just you, so extra. Do you remember what this dude was trying to do? Barrick, pooping yeah. money. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like this will work. Oh my god, Julie, and they're like. Like Julie's in there with you? He's like, she's always with me. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Varric and Julie. I was I was kind of sad when they were making him the villain, like making it look like he was a villain. I'm like, no, he's too he's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> like but he was really so, maniacal. He's like, no, he's like, he's like, I own that building. Can't someone blow up their own building? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and, and and season four did give a little more to Julie's character, especially as like she wasn't just this person doing like when she stayed behind to fuck up the weapon secretly, I was like, oh, okay, Julie's dope. There we go. Julie's a lot more dope. But, Hi, um, I'm Judy. <laughs> that was another callback, the fact that her name was Judy. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm Judy. There's no war There's in nothing. Bossing Say. There's nothing <laughs> wrong in Bossing Everyone is great here. And then her name was Judy. I was like, yo, it's Judy, son. <laughs> so, so, so did, did everybody catch Evelyn on the internet when she was covering Avatar, The Last Airbender? Who? What? Evelyn's for the internet. I sent some people the, the, the link, but whoever, oh. no one knows. Um, I would say definitely check out that video. I was laughing when she, was, I was just happening to watch it. And then when she went into the comparison that the Fire Nation is the United States right now, and I just laughed. Like, like I told Omar, the, the and, and fire we had this conversation the, today. I, I, and I was like, I was like, listen, I, it can't be the United States because the Fire Nation has some competent leaders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, it, it's a monarchy, but Ozai, Ozai has some balls. Azulon just kind of kept it moving, and then uh, Sozai had the grand scheme to just fuck it all up. Like, there's a whole plan. I would, I would say the maybe Earth our Kingdom. government is more we're like the Earth, Earth Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, we're definitely the Earth Kingdom. <laughs> this big, powerful government with just bullshit leading. Or, you know, when Bush was president and we had Cheney as the real leader, that's exactly how it was in Avatar. Yeah. You know, like, that's 
That's what it was. Maybe, maybe we, should we, got the, we got the real Dai Li. Come after us. We got the real Dai Li, you know. You know, you know people, getting, people committing suicide in prison. Like, come right. on. Right, right. That's, it, it's just funny, though, because it, it shows you that, because of Avatar coming out now, it shows you how great it still age. You can still watch the first Avatar series. And people I know get upset when they're like, oh, why are you mixing politics with that? Because the whole show, history, fool. Yeah. But no, it's, it's getting like this. If you really look at the history of comics and cartoons, there's I always- shouldn't have politics? There's always been some <laughs> But wait, wait, wait. There's always been some underlying politics. Like X-Men dealt with racism. That had that in there. And Everything. Even Stanley was Wait, really? Because yeah, art really. imitates life. But art this was showing- Which imitates art, which imitates life. But I feel like that's why we all uh, Avatar does it, X Men does it, Gundam Wing did it. Heavy. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah, Star but Wars show, did it. Star Wars did it. Yo, listen, man. But if you look, got pay attention. Star Wars is literally politics. It's just that people don't. It's just that people don't want to pay attention. Right. Yeah. But if you look just at like Avatar, how they want their athletes politics, to play ball and not say anything. They don't. Not only politics, but religious philosophies and theories and theologies and, and yeah. you know. Avatar did such a good job of portraying so many issues and respecting so many cultures and views and and different scopes on things that yeah hands down is one of the best shows of our our entire generation I I agree with that and to people who have not seen it if you watch it and still hate it come talk to me because I want to meet you but those of you who like, no, no, no. don't want to watch that, like, no, I, I might actually I have somebody for you. So I don't, just I just to, understand the people who are like, I don't want to watch that show. I'm not interested. I understand them. They haven't seen it. What I would not understand is if you sat through the whole thing and still hated it. I, I want to get to know that brain. That yeah, you know what? That's that's like those those. Star I still Wars feel fans. like you you setting people up for to, to catch oh, the oh, hands. Oh, like. oh, <laughs> Did you hear the Bronx in that? Like, <laughs> did no one else hear the Bronx in that? <laughs> like when I was saying that whole thing of going on that little rant about comics and cartoons, they cover that stuff. Um, that's people who don't want to accept that. They want to live in a bubble. And when yeah. they start, when you explain to them like, oh, this is the underlying thing that that deals with, that there is a theme there. Yeah. Now you just bursted their bubble, and they're like, "Why did you do that?" Oh, I, I was like, they're being ignorant to it, and and they're trying to ignore it. And instead of having a conversation about it, they're going more about on the attack. Like, listen, no one's attacking you. This, like, it was an example I saw in a comic-related group again when I brought up the X Men um example, when I said like, you know, people are saying like how there are politics in a lot of new comics that are come out. Someone was posting that. And then someone replied in the comments that, oh, you got to leave that stuff out. You know, I come here to try to know, you know, this stuff because that's not in the world of comics. And then you had all these examples from people who pointed out, like, no, this has existed in comics and cartoons for years. For example, Spawn dealt with homelessness. Um, Green Arrow dealt with um, Speedy on drugs. Iron Man dealt with alcoholism. Um Giant Man or uh, Ant Man and um, Janet Van Dyne, they dealt with spousal abuse. This was stuff that was covered in comics. And then when you look at Avatar, The Last Airbender, it covered conflicts of nations. It covered um, nations looking for too many power. Because when I made the whole comparison of the United States, it's not just the United States, it's a lot of nations that are like that, that think that they're better. And you kind of get that shift in horror 
when you saw that with Kavara, and again, it's just saying, you know, a nation that thinks it's more powerful and that they want to go out there like, oh, we're going to change the world, especially when they explain the Fire Nation in Avatar, we're like, well, we want to bring peace to the whole world. How are we going to be peace? We're just going to burn it all. I'm like, how do you do that? That's, you know, mm-hmm. your way of peace is not going to fit this country and all that. Well, it, it, even, it even affected, like, Ten- Tenzin was dipping into that, too. He's like, he's essentially conscripting foreign people into yeah. his army. Really? Think about it. Yeah, it was um, with the whole thing with the, when he was just, like, trying to force people with the Air Nation, and they were trying to say, like, no, you can't force people into that. Yeah. Like, he was, like, pretty much trying to, like, like think of like the air nation as a religion. He's like Canada. He gave him a choice. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. (laughs) After a while, I I, I did love that little like montage of like you get to shave your head. (laughs) That's hilarious. Like I wanted him to say that line and turn around and it's a guy in a mansion. (laughs) Can we talk about Janora for a moment? Oh yes. Just appreciate the magic of this being and how spiritually divine she is. Absolutely. Don't tell me anything after season three, mid season three, because I, I have suspicions of where her arc is going, and I don't want to find out without watching. Oh, it. I, uh, I, yeah. we got to stop then, because like their whole point is what happens to her, like oh. not in a bad way, just her growth as a character. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta cover your ears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't get that heavy. We won't get that heavy. Get that heavy. It was great. <laughs> It was just great to watch her development and her goddessness and her energy. And, yo, she fucking rocked. She fucking rocked. She's becoming one of my favorite characters now. And now to thank our sponsors. The Nerds of the Round is brought to you by Enbion. Make sure to use the code GETNERDYWITHIT to get 10% off merchandise and services such as web hosting, printing, and more at Enbion.com. Who was everybody's favorite couple in the series? In which series? No, just Avatar in general. Like, Our what were your favorite couple? Give me your five top couples. Cuff. Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. Five, five, five is a, five is a lot. Many, you know how five many, is like how many I there were in the show. No, there weren't a whole lot. From Actually, the actually just pick from your top. Tunnel. Oh, Secret Tunnel. Secret Listen, like listen. That. It's all about the badger moles in that one. Bolin had, um. <laughs> Bolin oh. had half the relationships. We can agree on that. Bolin. Bolin. Oh, I fucking yeah, love it. Yeah, but Sokka and the moon. Yo, like, fair. Sokka and the moon. Oh, Bolin, so Bolin, Bolin, Bolin beat Sokka. Sokka by one. Bolin beat Sokka by one. Hold yeah, on. We're Hold talking on. about, like, importance. The fucking moon. Has anyone watched Voltron? Doesn't Bolin remind you of Hunk? Or am I the yes. only Yes. Yes. Hunk vibes all day. All yeah. day. So uh, the reason I say Bolin beat Sokka by one because in Avatar, Sokka had the moon um, and he had um, Suki. So you're counting the relationships? I thought we were with the best one. No, 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 magnitude. Hold on. Hold on. Magnitude. Right. So- you level said close. it. Sokka had the whole fucking moon. Also, also <laughs> we can low-key somehow throw in that Sokka may have dated Toph. May. May, but that hasn't been confirmed. Oh, that's As, a thing I hadn't even heard of or thought of. You haven't, you never thought of that? Toph has a crush on him. And she's always holding him when she's in unfamiliar territory that she can't yeah. see. What? It's like your mic cut out. Yeah. <laughs> her, 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 her mic auto was like, I'm just accidentally killed him while they were having sex. 
Oh, come on! Wait, what? Wait, like what? Was... what the fuck is wrong with you? Wait, we'll go with the three couples. Three. Go go with your three favorite couples. Korasami, okay. Saka and the Moon, and the Secret Tunnel family. Okay, there you okay. go. <laughs> see, Saka and the Moon, um, Zuko and Mai, and uh, I don't have a third that I could think of. I, I gotta say... Uh, yeah. I got I got one. And like, I wouldn't say couple as in relationship. I would say couple as in you need one without the other. And that is Rava and Vatu. I'm going to go the, with... Okay, Tom. Okay, I see you, bro. Yeah. I see where yeah. you went there. Yeah. I'm here for the ship for Asami and Korra, but like, I just think that's very... That's like, everyone's for that. So I wanted something a little... Um, <laughs> anything... Any, <laughs> anything with my boy Sokka. Uh, anything for my boy Bolin, like Bolin, and also low key, um, low key, high key, Zuko and Mai. Yeah. Even though they do not confirm if uh, his daughter, who's the fire, who's the fire lord, is Mai's daughter, right? Which is whack. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that they're like, yeah, these are a couple that you know, this and third, and they like. And then as adults, it was just like, nah, we ain't work out. And I'm like, it's real. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that, that's, that's real as fuck. It's real, but life. you but I need reasons. I need explain. Y'all went through life world-changing shit. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Who here hasn't had a relationship when they're in their teens that now you barely think about them? Right. But you ain't saved the world with that chick. That is true. Like, that come is on, true. fam. Yeah. All right, so to think about that, think about the We may have speed. destroyed the world, but that's a different story. The whole thing about speed is like relationships that are formed during those high intense moments don't necessarily yeah. last. So yeah. this is, it doesn't get any fucking higher than saving the world. So mm-hmm. <laughs> after Although that mundane like life just sucks. Yeah. I, I so you want to go watch a movie? Let's go to Ember Island. How many times yeah. can you go to Ember Island and see that <laughs> damn play? <laughs> Oh, uh, dude, that play was fucking awesome. I love that play. Oh, that yeah. play was, it was awful. It's and such hilarious. a it was such a unique so way to do a clips episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think because they also I don't know if you know this, but they were going to make Toph a man initially. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the way that Toph reacted when she heard and she was like, Is that a man? Awesome! Like she like was living. She was so for it. Like, all right, this is cool. <laughs> she, was she was living her best life. Favorite, yeah. favorite villains. Oh, favorite. Oh, oh. T- Zaire. Just, just Kovira. one. Just Zaire. one. Oh, Zaire. just one. Mm. Zaire. Kovira. Aman. What? What's the name? What's the name of? Uh... Actually, Zaire scared me. I respect the Zaire so much because he actually frightened me as a as a villain. And when Cora went back for his advice, I was like, oh shit, he's gonna fuck her up right now like it's gonna be messy he's gonna kill her i was so mm-hmm. frightened for her but yeah Actually, i respect him so much as a villain can i ask a follow-up to that does anyone have any favorite villains from the first series because to me i get the feeling that the first series didn't have any the first series good- i like azula Azula, but ozai is just like he's this grand arcing villain but he's not yeah. like Ozark yeah. was from villain to good guy. If you look at even the guy who who um was a narc to to uh Hato, what's his name? The the Earth Kingdom dude that bent mm. and mm. he told on him. That yeah. that was a villainous thing that he did. Like I feel like there were little mini villains here and yeah. there. You well, know? One of my one of my favorites was Hama, the the bloodbending witch. Oh, okay. Mm. She was a villain too. Yo, she was one of the scariest villains of that arc. Mm-hmm. 
But because um, I mean, it was like, oh, like you you felt for her in that one one episode, you felt for her, and immediately were like, oh, it was yeah. so bad. It was such a it was such a like a a, a stark difference of like, oh man, like you understand, da, 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 and then you just see her go like fuck them, da da da. da, da and you're like. Nah, like oh, this ain't, you're, the, 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 you're the witch they're talking about. Right, like, this ain't it, fam. And you see the fear in yeah. like Katara's eyes. You see the fear in like Suko and Aang, and I mean Suko, um, in Sokka and Aang. And you're just like, it's got dark, like real quick, yeah. real real quick. Like I knew something was off <laughs> when when she was like, oh, you gotta, you have to take the water from the plants, and like you see like everything. I'm like. This seems really like yeah. odd for someone. Even to be, the music shift, you know. Like I think, like shift. like I think the skill in itself is really cool because, like, that's like you know, there isn't really any advanced, like, crazy different types of elements for water. Like you know, with earth and fire, you've got like lightning, you've got lava, but with water, it's more like how, where can you get your water? And like, that's where your training like really pinpoints to. And when so, she like, started sweating, so yeah, Katara's like, I'm making my own water. <laughs> You know? but that was the reason yeah. why I pitched well, and that was Tress McNeil too that, yeah that's yeah. that was fucking great just seeing that transformation but there was a reason why I picked Zaire over um, was it Azula because it was a close between those two I just felt like even towards <laughs> the end for year, he was still calm and collective even when like you saw him again in Corey Vizman he was still calm and collective Azula it, it, it was just that beautiful thing where she just went nuts and she started losing it. And that's when it's like, you know, even but Azula like, is also like a, she's a different villain. Yeah. She's, she's because it, it was a mother. There, it was, it was the love of her mother, which was one yeah. thing she knew she was evil because like she said it too. She, cause they were like, Zula, you're crazy. So like, Oh, I know that, but it still hurt that my mother didn't, she, you know, she, she doubled down on it, but a lot of it too, like getting past a lot of the, like the messed up tragic backstory that she is, her owning it, Accepting it and still doubling down on it is what made her such a good villain. But also, you figure it, it, it wasn't so much like, oh, well, it was me. She was like, nah. Is I'm Azula crazy. your favorite, I'm... Lawrence? Azula? Your favorite villain? No. Uh, Azula, you... Azula's up there. Hama, Who was the, your the, favorite? the witch. Oh, the witch. She just said that. The witch. But yeah. Azula is up there because she's such a, like, she does it because she can't. It's, it's, yeah. No other thing than that. <clears throat> and there's very few things that you can, like, you can't scare that I kind of villain. Think I like you can't intimidate the, that kind of villain. You I know what I mean? I like Zaire for the same reason that I like um, uh, Kovira. Because they held true to their, to their, but I respect Zaire much more because I feel like Kovira, toward the, towards the end, she realized, like, how wrong she was for the way that she held to her principles. I feel like Zaire is scarier because he was like, "This, I'm correct. This was his belief. And this now I have correct. to help you. Like, and I'm the, correct, and I, I gave you the air, airbenders, and now I have to help you. Like, that's what makes it even scarier. But here's what also makes Zaire even scarier, to know, because it's also to piggyback what Alex said before. It's like each <clears> avatar <throat> was born and had to deal with the previous avatar's mistakes. If you really think about it, that's what Zaire and the organization that he put together was set up right. to try to correct. He right. believed that the world was in balance. So that was the thing. He, Unlike Azula, who was doing it to pursue like the Fire Nation, because again, Azula was a great villain. There's nothing taken away from her arc and all that. Zaire was just, it was just 
the scary right. He wasn't a scary villain. He wasn't necessarily an evil villain. He just, this was something he thought was right. And this was just, you know, him pursuing these actions because he was very in tune spiritually too, which again made him even a scarier villain. This guy is more in tune spiritually than the avatar, than the current avatar. Who's to say he was probably even more in tune spiritually than um Aang. Yeah, I agree. And that's why he was on such a lockdown because I feel like he had such connected to spirit. Like he was the real bruja of the season. Like yeah. he was so connected that he would fuck you up in his sleep. What I thought was interesting about Azula is she was essentially paranoid like i think um i heard a lot of people compare like her whole thing to like paranoid schizophrenia so she was like she had a mental illness if anything mm -hmm. you know it was interesting but, how they played it off especially near the end yeah because like remember when when may betrayed her first yeah and was like you and she goes you uh made that mistake you thought i fear that my love was weaker than um like her love for zuko like yeah, and then when she was going to kill May, then um, Ty Lee stepped in and cut her bending off. So she already. Oh, she just straight up paralyzed her, made her hit the ground. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so that was the mm -hmm. beginning of the end for Azula mentally, because again, it goes back to like that whole thing about her mother, because I think she really wanted her mother's love, but she was like, you know, she was fucking crazy because she was also pursuing she her wanted, father's. She wanted love. her mother's love, but she, but she because she couldn't get it. She fought for her father and her grandfather's yeah, love and exactly. attention more. So she was mm -hmm. like, oh, mom, you're not going to give it to me because you think I'm some bad kid? Well, dad loves me. Uh, grandpa loves me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just- Not even love, but, but I think she revered fear and respect more than love because she couldn't get love. So she was like, well, I can't get love, but I could get fear and I could get respect. But then you saw I lost her at the end when she started turning everyone away. She's like, you're brushing my hair too hard. Get out of here. Leave. Yeah. Go. Banished. You're banished. There's a pit in my cherry. I could have died. Yeah. Oh, I guess man. those people oh. like to burn them alive. <laughs> Remember when she ordered her two um, servants to do an Agni Kai? And she's like, you, Agni Kai. Her twins, her. yeah. Yeah. And she's like, but I'm, I'm you and you're her. Yeah, <laughs> she banished both of them. And it's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> if they ever did a like continuation a next arc a next avatar what would you guys want to see Kyoshi for sure you guys they have a book back. they have I, two I would want them to go back I would want to see Kyoshi and I would okay. also want to see the in between arc of like what happened to Zuko's mom what happened to Sokka you know hmm. I'm I'm with I heard a rumor and I'm still sticking to it they made a rumor somewhere I don't I can't find it anywhere where the next avatar was supposed to be two twin airbenders, uh, two twin earthbenders. Oh, wow. That I would like have been that. super interesting be to see. I also <laughs> saw that like, on a fan base that they wanted to do the next avatar in like an Africa based setting. I guess that's again, well, I was gonna give a shout out to Marcus Pleasant. He had the last, uh, he had the avatar um, Legend of Arobi. It was a take like a African American take on, or Africa take on the avatar. But um, I would also like to see like maybe like one shots visited for like Korra and Aang because again you still had ventures for them like you know you had to search for Zuko's mom. I would like to see that turn into an animated uh, movie where we get them as a series of one shots and the same thing too like you know for Korra more with the character exploring her relationship with uh, Asami and all that. I wouldn't mind seeing like a series of one shots um, covering some of the older avatars. Um, Jump into some in the future, some off character stuff like that. Like, uh, think, um, 
the hell was that show? Um, Love, Death, and Robots. You know, something like that. Like you're just gonna add like yes. individual little things. Okay, uh, thought- maybe an episode or two. It'll have its beginning and its end, and then you jump onto somebody else, and you know, that would be kind of cool. Like a like little vignettes of like all the different avatars in their history. Yeah. You know, like pick pick a couple of them and and and, and give them like an episode or two. Um, some off characters, some of the children, or some of the bigger characters. You know, stuff like that. Avatar. Or, you know, like uh, the yeah, like like not even avatars. It could just be some of the the bigger characters that you had. Um, maybe look at their family tree. You know, well, I was gonna say I avatar. Somebody. I was gonna say avatar the anthologies. Like it's yeah, something like that. Yeah, that, that would be. I think that would be uh, really cool. It'd be different from what we're used to from the you know two series that each had many books um and seasons. This would just be a compendium of a bunch of different things. I, I think it would be uh, pretty cool. I think I think it'd be kind of cool to have like a cyberpunk future story where bending is gone. Avatar after like a generation or two where it's been forgotten. Like there's an avatar who just kind of awakens. Like the sp- and you find out the story is like the spirit. Feels a little too much like him because he was gone for a hundred years. No, 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 it's not. It's not that, no. that, that he's been gone. It's that there hasn't been an avatar for a few generations yeah. because the spirit world is closed off mm, and then okay. it's the first one born after like maybe 100 200 years and now you got to find out why that happened right. you know i like that i like that a lot i always like the idea of like resurrecting magic so yes. like there's like a, a couple of stories i've been working on with that because it would make you question it's like what exactly is happening or going to happen yeah mm-hmm. that there's a resurgence in um mm-hmm. the avatar right plus i just like to see like a story a one like a one shot of cabbage man <laughs> Larissa, what was yours? I think that story would be really sad because then you see his family that he's trying to provide for, yeah. and like this freaking kid that always ruins his stand, and all he has <laughs> is cabbages. He can't. He doesn't have a green thumb for any other vegetables. <laughs> well, I mean, he made a whole company called Cabbage Corp. <laughs> oh, I think man. that was his kid after growing up poor, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, An entire series based on how they built the, the, the entire company, everything, and yeah. <laughs> generations Facts. that have been. Oh, it'd be like Silicon Valley. Valley. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Cabbage Valley. So, what you got? Um,. So I'm I'm all for you know learning about the past avatars, learning about what happened after Avatar One, and learn and the building of the island, and how you know they kind of learned through their adventures how to govern something, you know, that first council and all those things that they were dealing with. Um, but I'd also I'd like to learn a little bit more about the Lion Turtles. Why are they the only ones that have those elementals, those powers? And the ability to give them, like, where are they or what are they considered in the spirit realm? Or, like, if are they the first like or are they the, the alpha and the, and the omega or something like that? Just kind because of. Because they predate the, uh, the avatars, right? Yeah. Yeah. They predate people. Like, people lived on the lion turtles. And, like, that's just, like, that was it. And they were very isolated. So that's why people didn't know. Until one, people didn't know other people lived on lion turtles. So, like, you know, why they took on that role of protecting humans. You know, that whole. You know, yeah, you could do a whole three or four books off to that, like just mm-hmm. all of that. I would like to know about Toph and like her story. Um, but I guess I could read about that. You, you, you're I, just trying to be nosy and see who, who she got busy with, right? Like, I, I guess I could just read about that, but I think with Alex's story, that would be even more interesting. And then also with Marcus's um African version of Avatar, that would be even more interesting as well. Just completely new series that I've never heard of. Like mm-hmm. separate from from all of this, kind of like the Mandalorian for Star Wars. Like I watched anything Star Wars. Mandalorian is a completely separate thing. 
I would love to see that as well. Yeah. We love that you guys are here. Thank you again for coming with us, joining us on the show. Again, if you want to see more of Alex, Thank Joseph, you. and Larice, they've been on past episodes. Alex was uh, on an episode that actually Tone first hosted. And Larice, yeah. you'll see her with Lawrence again on the episode that we talked about. Han Star Solo Wars. Yep. Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> Joseph was in our nice big episode where we was a bunch of us talking. That was, was like, crazy. That's, that's a 16-person episode. Yeah. On one so, mic. Cool. One mic, yes, round table. Literally, everyone just standing around one mic, leaning in, chiming in, trying not to talk over each other. Oh man, Alex, where can we find you? Link your social media, what you're working on, plug your stuff. Go, yeah. So, you can find me on most social media as ASAP Can Draw, ASAP Can Draw, or uh, Wayward Raven or Wayward Raven Media at various links in the bottom. I'm assuming, um, yeah, come check us out. Oh, and I draw Damn Heroes every Wednesday, that's on damnheroes.com. Um, good stuff. Hi, I'm Larice. I do many things. I'm an artist of many kinds. I draw, I sing, I do acting, I do theater. I man, so many things, right? If it's but an art I, form, she's done it. Trust me. Right. Seriously, I've been a poet. I, I, so many things you like name. <laughs> um, so my hashtag is Larice Es Arte. Um, so if you want to see any of the artistic things I've ever done on Instagram, go to Larissa's Arte, um, the hashtag, or just follow me at Larisse on Instagram, but the O is a zero. Cool, cool, cool. And thank you. Oh, and buy my Juneteenth gear up for a limited time still. I kept it On Redbubble. On Redbubble. My link is in the bio on Instagram. Joe. Uh, Steady Hands on Twitch and Instagram. What else? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all my stuff is there. Um, I weave my graphic design work into all that stuff as well. So um, there you go. Yeah, just find me there. I stream every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday at eight o'clock, and I'm constantly posting on social media and all that good stuff. So, guys, this has been another COVID edition of Nerds and Around. Host Sebastian, the boy Law. Anyway, Tone from across the hall. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you guys for being here. Keep your mask. Wash your hands. Yes. And safe out there. You ashy mofos.